We're gonna try my smooth jazz voice today on From A to Ziggy. We're gonna be dancing out in space. Yeah, we will. Welcome to From A to Ziggy. This is the podcast in which we listen to every single David Bowie song in alphabetical order. My name is Thomas, and Travis is dead. But on the show today, we have our special guests. My name is Matt Army. You can follow me on Instagram at MarmyStrong. I'm also a poet slash author. Book The Pink Decisions is dropping in December. My name is Brianna Kotlow and I'm 25. I'm a nutritionist at Simmons College. Welcome to the show, guys. We're here to talk about David Bowie's 2013 song, Dancing Out in Space, because we're on the D's. The D's. It's yes. D-Day. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a lot of uh, letter-based puns. Especially you're in D, so you're in dangerous territory there, you know what I mean? You gotta keep this a family-friendly David Bowie show. You can't go down that road, Thomas. We're, we're deep in the D. You can't- oh my gosh, Thomas, no, the children! Uh, yeah, Dancing Out in Space. This is a fun little song. What'd you guys think of this? I could hear the weirdness, Thomas. I'm gonna be real. You know, I could really hear the weirdness. David Bowie was clearly a very weird friggin' state of mind when you wrote that ish. Like, oh my god, like, I don't know. Brianna, your turn. <laughs> what do you think inspired that state of mind? Um, the end of his old career, obviously. Like, this for oh my gosh, I'm not, you can't see it, but the album cover, it's literally simple, memorializing his old career. He, why would you cross out heroes? Why would you choose this particular album? You know, there's just so much that it says without saying absolutely anything. And that's why I think it's art. I mean, I could just be a D-bag. I probably am, but still. That's the mystery. Yeah, that's it is a mystery. mystery. Am, am I a D-bag or am I not? A, that's the <laughs> true mystery, Thomas. Uh, Brianna, what'd you think of Dancing Out in Space? So I thought it was very upbeat, um, kind of similar to some popular songs he's done in the past. Um, a little psychedelic and kind of gives you like a little bit of a dizzy feeling. Which you'd expect very, in space. Yeah. You're sort very, of really losing oxygen. David Bowie, he's 100% a, a he's person. He's an astronaut. He's an astronaut. He's just trying to get higher. Exactly, Brianna. Thank you. <laughs> just trying to get higher. He's just trying to get higher any way he can. Well, he's look, he likes Hi looking down, too, I think. On all the peasants. <laughs> on the world, because he's a star. Yeah, he is a, a star. A rock star. <laughs> well, of course, this is, this is old man Bowie. This is later on. He's been in retirement for a, long, for a while and sort of... Well, I don't know, but this... A lot of Bowie's songs seem to come from the point of view of a character that Bowie's playing, rather than yeah, like an Bowie alter ego. Himself. Yeah, I think he tries to exemplify like certain themes in his life, like what I spoke about before. You know, the debaggery, but with different stages of your life, you have to figure out how you can put that into your material. So, like a lot of people do it with characters, other people do it with emotions or like visual imagery. Bowie kind of does it with all three. He does it every way you possibly could do it. With each character comes the same themes, but repackaged in different and authentic ways. Hmm. It's more debaggery, what can I say? What what kinds of themes, what kinds of things do you think the character in the song is? For this one, rebirth, 100%. Yeah, I see, what, I see the isolation too, or like he feels separated yeah. from the mass of society. And he does like reflect back a lot about mortality yeah, and absolutely. life itself. But that's all like a super relatable theme mm -hmm. for all of us because we all think about death in some way or another. Walking in now is making a guest appearance. My Maria, my roommate Maria. Mm -hmm. oh, hey. <laughs> She's just getting some food from the fridge. What's your favorite food from the fridge? 
um, the time when my roommate Jake and I were splitting a bag of weed. So we just mm -hmm. put it in the fridge and every time I was in the fridge, I just saw this bag of weed and I just forget about getting food and I just <laughs> get, go smoke some more. And a horrible, like a vicious cycle because you get hungry and you just go back to the fridge, come back, go to the fridge. Those are from some dark days. How about you, Rihanna? What's your favorite food? Ice cream. <laughs> yeah? Really? What's your favorite ice cream, though? I think I know question. what it is. What is it? It was MBW, Maple Butter Walnut. No. For a while. Not anymore? No. Changed? No, no what, never it was. was. Never I had was? it one time, and then I was like, all right, I'm good on maple for a while. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. I, I was false. <laughs> I like cookies and cream. Cookies and cookies dough. Cookies and cream, cookies and dough. How about you, Thomas? I don't eat food. I'm a breatharian. <laughs> You're a breatharian, yes. so you eat the microbes in the air. And yes. the sun. Do you, yes, uh, do you have the long hairs in the throat? Yes. Do you have the long filtering hairs in the throat? Yes, this, the okay. cilia. Yes, in fact, it is the cilia. <laughs> Biology, sun. We burnt all ours down. Yeah, I always burn it down, though. <laughs> That's a smoke a weed joke and a science joke all rolled into one. Back to the weed joke with the rolling reference. Boom. <laughs> it all folds back in on itself. This is like inter interception. Inception? Jokeception, yes. Jokeception. Inception. Inception yes. of the David Bowie and the thing and the space with the dancing and the cocaine. Way to bring it back to the yes. subject of today's <laughs> show. Cocaine. <laughs> Thomas, I want to hear what you think about it though. Uh, let's, let's go through some of the lyrics. You mentioned Matt um, about death, themes of death, or was it Brianna? Someone mentioned both. death. <laughs> yes, you both mentioned we death. We both got the death themes. Yeah. yeah. It's right there in the second uh, line of the song. Ghost, something about ghosts, hands mm. upon the ghost, cutting through the water, hands upon the ghost, to the city of solid iron. Now, what do you think the city of solid iron could be? I think New York City where he was living. Interesting. But he relates it to the book by George Rodenbach, in the who was talking about bridges. Yes. Bruges. All right, we gotta figure out if it's Bruges or Bruges. It's the f***ing city in Belgium. That yeah, one. In Belgium. That city, the city in Belgium <laughs> in with Belgium. all the friggin' the iron buildings. Is it Bruges or is it Bruges? Bruges. No way. In, yeah. That's what I Jake thought. Jake is a world traveler, though. He would know. Oh, right. sweet. What genre of podcast is this? This is a music... Oh, dang. That's kind of cool. Should Jake jump in? He knows a lot about music. I have the music. same glasses as you. That's oh. funny. You want to be on the podcast? Oh, I mean, yes. So, special guest, Jake Warren. I mean, this just in. Just special guest, Staples does, um, Coder. Celebrity. Celebrity, Staples Celebrity Coder, Jacob Warren. So, like, you like the advertisements they, they do? Uh, Yo, sit, sit here so we can... So yeah, we you, gotta, you gotta get closer to the mic. Come on, Jake. Okay. The world needs to hear your thoughts, Jake. On a song you haven't heard. Oh, Unless you have. We're talking about dancing out in space. Oh, I thought you were talking about like advertisement jingles or something. We, well, I said David Bowie music. Oh. Jake, what's going on here? You were close. Well, that's, you know, that's a type of music. It is. David Bowie or advertising? Advertisement music. Yes. Or jingles. David Bowie's not music though, is he, Jake? He's a music... <laughs> he's a music musician? Yeah. I like your, I like your style. He's a, he's a music musician. Yeah. <laughs> David Bowie? I don't know any David Bowie, actually. You're just kind of throwing me What? So not How do you David know Bowie Spaceman too. 3, but you don't know David Bowie? I know the Under David pressure. Bowie song where they go, like, David Bowie, and then they go... And oh, yeah, like, that song. The rest of the song. Exactly. Yeah, 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 totally. You know that song? No, but we gotta get back to the f***ing lyrics. Thomas right. was just about to dive into it. Alright, go ahead and dive into your lyrics. Alright, so we're talking about the City of Solid Iron. 
and someone's hands upon the ghost. Hmm. What what could that possibly refer to? Someone like Have you ever been to Regis? Y'all should probably like just read the lyrics real The quick. ghost. The iron yeah. ghost of the city? Perhaps. I think you've got I think that's the key. Cutting through the water, hands upon the ghost, to the city of solid solid iron, through the kingdom of and he rhymes here, ghost with boats. Ghost. Well, or boats. <laughs> it does sound like boats. That's that's what I had. When I listened to it, but the lyric sheet that comes with the album says ghosts. Ghost. Oh, okay. Ghost and ghost. I think it's boats. I thought it was boats, too. Or if someone said coast, it could be coast. I don't think that... It's definitely not coast or boats. Okay, yeah. Ghost makes kingdom, more sense. So it's definitely talking about the underworld. Ooh. The underworld. Because... Hades. I mean, I don't know about that. Like, I'm, I'm not super religious or anything, but there is underworlds. Or something. But then he says, let him like sail back home tonight. Hmm. So that could be both. That's probably Hades, though. That's Maybe he wants to be a sailor. <laughs> yo, Jake, on point, yeah, literally. <laughs> like, most people like boats, right? The high seas? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Interesting point. When Bowie had his very own internet service provider that people could log into and have email and have chat rooms through, he would show up in the chat rooms, and do you know what his uh, user handle was? Bowie <laughs> Mail. Close. It was sailor. Oh, Jake. So I think you're onto something. You okay. probably were onto something. Look at you, man. Just taking wild guesses here, shooting in the dark. I think you've Whoa, got no yeah. guns allowed, Jake. Oh yeah. Molly's a family show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, don't be saying where I live on the internet, bro. This is actually worldwide. Yeah. But in your you're over eighteen. <laughs> Right? Uh, yeah, approved. Okay. Approved. <laughs> we don't need to sign a, a release form or, or get no, your parents' permission. No, no disclosures here. Okay. Okay, let's talk about when he says dancing face to face. Who is he talking about? Oh, this is interesting. Uh, I don't know. All right. I think he's dancing with himself. Could be. Like looking in a mirror? Yeah. It's because it's all about self-reflection, I think, is the song. And he puts water as a theme, too. Water is definitely He says he's drowning, and then he says, girl, you move like water. Mm. Uh, did you all know that water is in literature is the archetype of sexuality? So Interesting. That also says something. He's, Rebirth. And he's drowning, so he's like, his head is in a whirl. Vertigo. <laughs> Interesting. That'll come up later. <laughs> We're going to get there. But, uh, yeah, something like religion, dancing face to face. What I got from this was, uh, I'm thinking, what is religion after all? Mm, a belief system, like... Yeah. A whole bunch of bullshit. But all... <laughs> indeed, something it's all to, like, uh, um, obtain moral code for. Mm-hmm. You want me to go full philosophy class on you? Uh, maybe not full. How about half cock? All right, so, religion is a construct to answer the questions that we can't answer. That's mm -hmm. a simple answer. Definitely. But how does magnets work? I know. Like, how do magnets work? Why Energy. do I have an anarchy tattoo on my on my freaking heart? Like, science. Yeah, and now science is becoming the new religion, and that's don't, just not okay. okay. Don't that's my try religion. to ask Whoa. scientists. They be lying and making me pissed. They be lying? Yeah. What are you talking about? The ICP song that you were referencing, right? Peace. <laughs> insane the insane Clown Posse song? I'm how do magnets work? No, that, I think that's just like Jake just generic. likes magnets. It's right. just a generic question. It's a gravitational ask. pull from yeah. opposing ions. Uh, Whoa, well, like science. <laughs> Hashtag science. Let's take a bathroom break. That's yeah, like so a, Brianna is now person. taking a break. We're uh, taking a timeout. But no, that's where that that's where that quote comes from. Is the insane. Is David Bowie from UK or is he from US? England. Uh, just are you even of, on the show, Jake? 
Huh? Are we even on the show if you don't know David Bowie? <laughs> I, I mean, I know who David Bowie is. Do you know David Bowie, dude? Have you heard the good news about David Bowie? He died. <laughs> that would be terrible, wouldn't it? He did die. That was bad news. <laughs> they found a new album that no one ever found before. Is that news? That is news. Oh, that was the news? That is, that is absolute news. Was they found the it? No, I'm just joking. Was that, yeah. was that actually the thing? There are new songs coming out that, that have been unreleased until, until yeah. now. I'm really good at shooting in the dark. <laughs> yeah, you're, right you're, you're like spot on <laughs> so far. Don't oh, stay on topic. Don't be so We were talking about religion. <laughs> yeah, religion. And what is religion? So you were mentioning it's a love. way of explaining it things. It could be for love. It's love, it's love's morality, emotion, it's... Not a religion. But if you, you make it your religion... You can't, my, it is my religion, yo, I got this shit tatted on my heart, polyamory. So it means a lot of things to a lot of people. It is also a system, a code, a, and a set of rituals that we sort of assign meaning to, right? So that's what, that's the sort of thing that I think that he's pointing to when he says something like religion, dancing. Face to face. It's in a way of interacting with people, people who share your religion, people whose religion differs from you. It's the interface between two people. It's the moves of the dance uh, that people engage in. Something like religion. Like what you're saying, Thomas. Dancing uh, out in space. But it's also something like a drowning. Girl, you move like water, yes. Because if you're dancing out in space, you're probably not going to be able to breathe. There's no atmosphere in space, so you'd sort of like be choking. Do you think space is literal? Well, that's the thing. I, I don't I know. don't think I anything think he no. says about space is ever literal. No. No, I think you're right. I think a lot of this song is symbolic. Yeah. Then he says, you've got <laughs> to take the floor. So like he's like telling someone, like, get out there and like show yourself. Yeah. So it can be read as like an imperative, like you've got to do this. Yeah. Or it could be just like interpreting someone's intentions. Like it, it seems like you need to do this, mm-hmm. right? Like you seem to have the need to get mm-hmm. out there on the floor and take my number and do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. These, are, these are also all things that you do um, in dancing. I don't know. I'm not sure about this. I don't know if any of you dance. I don't. I dance like crazy in the car, <laughs> dude. I love to dance. Does it involve taking numbers? Well, you take somebody's digits, right? Your, their phone numbers? No. I Maybe don't. he says with me, you've got to take, like, like you have my well, number. Right, so Come dance with me. I feel like he relates to space a lot, like oblivion and like orbiting when he's saying no one here can see you, no one here can beat you. Cause I like that. He's, he's in a place where, yeah, he's not having to compete with anybody hmm. or show any kind of facade in front of people. Hmm. Um, no one can see you because you're, you're in the dark and you're also sort of like far away from mm-hmm. the surface. Where? Yeah, your separ- yes, separation again. Interesting. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. I wanted to say something else about the silence, though, and, like, the um, the poet that he's relating to. Okay, so there's this line, there, there's, there's this line at the beginning of the second um, verse, silent as George Rodenbach. So George Rodenbach once stated that the silence was the thread connecting all of his work. Interesting. And he also wrote a poem titled The Rain Do Silence, which is maybe the rain of silence. Yeah, I think that's what that translates (laughs) to. Like your references, Brianna. I enjoy those references. (laughs) What was the title again? The Rain Do Silence. I can't do that little thing. Oh, oh. Oh, that's probably how you beautiful. <laughs> or translate. Oh, that's to why it's in another language. I didn't realize it was in another <laughs> language. I just heard silence. I didn't hear the first part. And, and I feel like he talks about kind of like a 
silhouette is like related to ghosts. Interesting. Like a shade, like a shadow. It's like, yeah, like um, a mysterious being that is of no soul or personality, but it's there. It's like creeping in. Which would be naturally silent. You know, we all mm-hmm. know ghosts creep but around quietly. And all they mutter is the occasional ooh. Like a silhouette in the There hall, is yeah. an ooh in the song, too. <laughs> yeah. Right? Ghostly. It must be the ghosts. Ghostly. <laughs> Ghosts of Bruce Lee. So, Matt, I think you would be. I think you would be the person to do the research on George Rodenbach. Oh, well, I got it. The, his themes are all about symbolicism. So you found you found a poem by by him, right? Yeah, I read the first three lines, and I got a bunch of themes from it. So, so essentially, the first three lines. I don't know what they what they were at all, but I don't remember the themes. Is very heaven and death. Uh, oh, sorry about that, folks. It's actually heaven and hell and life and death, but that's kind of the base themes and the real like core of it is what happens after death. His work is more about looking towards the future with a very mystical kind of, a mystical and also a little bit pessimistic. You know, from the perspective of a Bowie fan for many years, mm. there was the great silence from 2004 when he stopped that's touring. That's true, that's a good point. It was, there was no more Bowie and everyone was convinced, you know, he's just not gonna he make any more music at all. He was just a ghost of his career. Maybe so, a ghost. Not dead literally, but you know, his career seemed to have come to an end. He seemed comfortably retired. And then he comes out with this album and I think your rebirth theme there is, uh, there's something to that because this is like, it seemed like his career had already ended and here he comes out with this new record that was recorded in secret it comes out as a sudden surprise around his birthday and uh yeah i think there's there's a lot of that theme in there of rebirth on this album the next day with a portentous name like that what do you think he means by big baby in the chorus okay so this i i wrote this down as big baby because it sounds like he's saying big baby it's it's probably like something like ooh baby or oh baby or, or big baby or you big baby know. well we're dancing out in space i don't know if you are if you guys ever saw that movie 2001 yeah, Space Oddity. Yeah. So at the end, Dave Bowman goes into the monolith and he travels. He's through, strange. Through the universe, like across the universe, yeah. and, and meets the aliens. They keep him in this like pen, and suddenly he's an old man. And then at the end, he's reborn out in space as the Star Child, and like he's an looking alien? down on Earth. And he's got a, he's a little bit of an alien, but he looks mostly like a human. And he's literally a big baby floating out in space. No way. Um, okay. That makes sense. I don't know why I didn't think about this until now, but this is this is what this is what this sort of reminds me of. Yeah, he was he very influenced by the movie as well. Of course, yeah, his first big break was yeah. the song Space Oddity. Yeah, based on Space Odyssey. I based on like. Space Odyssey. I think I said yeah. that wrong the first time. The oh, Space dear. Odyssey. No. To go back and rewind and re-record. Space Odyssey. Didn't he say, like, at least some, I've never been boring or something? Did Bowie say that? He may have said that. Yeah, he said something like that. I hate it when people tell me that. It's like, all I want to do in life is just be boring. Like, Stop it. No, yes, you don't. a little bit, dude. Like, I can relate to that, especially, like, someone like David Bowie, where his life is just, like, this thing and then the next thing and the next thing. Like, sometimes you just want to be boring for a little bit, you know? But I think that's why he took his nine-year break. Yeah. Couldn't handle going up on tour but not forever. shows. Yeah, not forever. You can't not be boring forever. Unless you're you want to have a life, you know, make your life a work of art. So speaking of works of art, we mentioned the um, the poet Rodenbach, mm-hmm. George Rodenbach. Uh, he was part of this symbolist movement in 
French in, in, in art around the turn of the century, the 19th to the 20th century. That's that, that turn of the century, not the other ones. He wrote this poem, Silence, that you, that you mentioned, um, which I, I tried to dig up, I tried to read, but the whole thing... It's in French. Is, uh, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. It's the, not a you single word. You can't find word. it translated. Single, not a single word is in, is in we English. We could put it into Google Translate. It would, I don't yeah. think it would translate. But it wouldn't be exact. Well. Yeah. It wouldn't. It'd be close, though. It'd it's help. It's poetry, so it doesn't really mm-hmm. translate Wait. into anything that makes sense. Because yeah, Google Translate's pretty bad at translating. Google Translate is just the worst. That's right. The reason why I got like I wouldn't say it's the French. worst because obviously like, Battlefish.com, like, bro. If you ask like that dog upstairs. What if the, the dog knows French? all languages but can only speak in dog? Ooh. Is it a French dog though? That would be a little Sisyphus. Right? So he was he was big in this uh, in this movement called symbol. Yeah, symbol. symbolism. Which was like a reaction against naturalism and realism in art and literature. There's the precursor or the postcursor to romanticism. Yes, there's a lot of romantic stuff to it, especially the gothic part. Yeah, like what what years was this in? Eighteen. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So this is the romantic era. Yeah, I think it's a subgenre of it because there's a lot, especially in Germany, not Germany, um, Belgium. Yep. There, there was a whole movement in the 1600s and 1500s of symbolic painting for the royalty and that pretty much every single object and thing meant something. So every single word means something. Every single like metaphor means something else. Yeah. Pretty much the whole thing is just, we'll have like four or five different metaphors. That's why I was able to pull out something just from the first three lines. Yeah, which I think this song sort of is carrying on that tradition. That's why he's yeah. referring to George Rodenbach. So he was Belgian, yeah. as you were saying. And there's a lot of romanticism in the symbol- symbolism movement, especially like the, the Byronic, sort of world-weary, romantic hero, all that kind of stuff. And um, the, the silentist George Rodenbach might be sort of a play on words or like a reference to his long poem, yeah, du silence. it had to be. Or it could be more related to something that I think is more uh, relevant to Bowie in particular, the novel Bruges Les Mortes. I think in French at least it's pronounced Bruges. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> well, mort, mort means death. <laughs> so Bruges de Mort, Bruges la Mort, the dead city of Bruges. So the idea of the novel is that the city itself has kind of a spirit that influences the actions and moods of the characters. And it's not so much plot-driven, not a whole lot actually happens in this in the story, yeah. so much as it is mood and atmosphere and, and how, how the people are sort of influenced and interact with it, with the city itself. And the story is one of a widower who's living among the relics of his dead wife. And he falls in love with a dancer who resembles his dead wife. And the romance sort of ends in tragedy. I'm not sure what the tragedy is exactly, but that's the story of Rouge La Morte, which influenced this, uh, I think it's like a, a noir uh, book, novel, called Dante La Morte by Boileau Narcejac. I don't speak French, I don't know. Where's but it, it was it was uh, filmed Dante by- Dante La Yeah, by Boileau Narcejac. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Majak. Uh, which was adapted into Vertigo by Alfred yeah. Hitchcock. Oh, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, he was... T- 
you know, that he was guy. one of the masters of suspense. <laughs> True. Yeah. And if someone call him the master. Of no, suspense. no, not Al, not Hitchcock. Yeah, obviously he was, but he's kind of like a weird perverted hack. But um, he, him, he was one of the, mo- the first like pioneers of literary. The Boileau narcissist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the pioneers of like. To shock the audience to was shock new. the audience, but um, France is a history of noir, like kind of dark. Yeah. Because we love darkness as people. And we're drawn to it. Why do we like why do we wear black? Like three friggin' both of you are wearing black right now. How come you're wearing black? It makes you look hardcore. So Bowie's interest in the symbolist movement extended also to the fine arts. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I'm I meant to bring this other album that he did in ninety five called Outside mm-hmm. over. Because Outside is another is a concept album and it's a lot of the songs are sung by different characters and some of the characters in outside the story by the way has to do with uh, murder as art so take a murder victim and sort of make an art piece out Mm. of your horrendous crime and that's what these that's what these characters do one of them is called the minotaur and he dresses up like a bull Mm -hmm. and there there are images in the in the liner notes for outside of of the bull the minotaur and he sings a song called uh, the voyeur of utter destruction as beauty voyeurism mm. and there's all kinds That's of seedy like seedy crazy stuff in this in this album it's one of my favorite albums but uh there's recently bowie's art collection has gone on auction at Sotheby's. oh yeah sotheby's has it that follow him on instagram and oh there's some crazy the, stuff in there no he's got like millions yeah, it's, just, it's gonna go for crazy. I don't even know. I don't even want to think about it. It's yeah. Too much money. Mm-hmm. There's, but there's a lot of really interesting, unusual art in there, and one of them is an illustration by Sir Jacob Epstein of a part of Baudelaire's Le Fleur de Mal, the Flowers of Evil, yeah. okay. which is a collection of poems, and one of the poems in there is called The Hymn of Beauty. Him, him a la butte. I'm going to not even try to pronounce it correctly in French. I'm terrible at French, my French accent. I mean, I'm great at it, as long as I follow it up with a ha ha ha. Thomas. So one of them is, so 1938, this image of a bullheaded sort of Moloch character. He's surrounded by nude female supplicants and he's eating a baby. It's, and it's the hymn of beauty. So the, the yeah, poem is about beauty, as, you know, whether it comes from heaven or whether it comes from hell, angel or siren. What is the mm. meaning of beauty and how it influences mm. us to do all the crazy things that we do in the name of like, our, our, what we portray to the outside world. Um, interesting choice of imagery to make it like a, a, the baby-eating demon Moloch. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... That very image is sort of reflected in the in the album art for that album I was just talking about outside with the the Minotaur, the art obsessed murderer who thinks of his crimes as like his great art piece. Yeah, um, that happens with serial killers because they take um, prizes and stuff. You know, Trophies. Jake knows all about that. And we become the voyeur of utter destruction, right? As when beauty, we, yeah, exactly. Jake, tell us about some of your murders. Oh, Jake does not murder anyone. <coughs> Just kidding. Bowie bought this work of art in 1994, shortly before recording and releasing this this album from '95. Uh, so the the evidence is there. It seems it seems pretty clear that this is related, and this is all part of that whole symbolist movement in poetry and fine art. 
and all of that. So clearly this stuff was an influence on Bowie. And, you know, it sort of name drops this one figure in that movement, you know, what, 18 years later. Yeah. So an interesting sort of tie in there. Anything else about dancing out in space? I don't know. I think that's dancing with the star out in space. Dancing, in, dancing with the stars in space. With the stars out in space. As many prepositional fa- phrases as we can throw in there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> out in space is a weird sort of double prepositional phrase. Right? I mean, I'm an English major, so I'm going to put my English degree on the line here and say I don't know. No, <laughs> that's okay. So we yeah. usually. We usually conclude these episodes with a, a rating because our opinions are all fine and dandy in right. qualitative form, but unless you nail it down to a hard number, it doesn't mean squat. What was your reaction to this song? Jake, join in too. You bring, bring us a number, and we usually rate them on a, uh, a scale with a metric of some sort drawn from our discussion or from the lyrics. One to four stars. Is it anywhere from one to five. So Jake. Five dances. Five dances. Yeah. Uh, that's because David Bowie wrote a lot of songs. And some people don't write a lot of songs and... Digging deep here, Jake. I like it. Yeah. This is where you start, like, the papers do, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 20 minutes. And you're, like, writing down everything that you can think about relevant to David Bowie. <laughs> Five stars? Because, you know, so I think stars are kind of okay for this because it's space. You know? Five stars upon your head. D- dancing out in space. I've never heard this song. <laughs> Thomas, what's your rating, dude? I give the song, I don't know, it's not a major work of Bowie's. It's kind of a, it's kind I was of a say deep 2. cut. 2.5 for me. 2.5 stars upon your head? Yeah. Or th- I mean, yeah, 2.75, yeah. whatever. I don't know, like it just, you, uh, you have to be in a certain mood to listen to it, I think, and to enjoy, to enjoy the mood that he's putting out there. Hmm. Matt? Well, let's see here. I'll give it one A for effort. Okay. Because, well, the lyrics are really good. They have a lot of depth to them, but it's a song, not a fucking poem. So, you know, y- you messed up. I don't know. I just didn't like the song, but the lyrics are on point. So that's why I gave it a 1A for effort instead of a 0, you're terrible. Can a song be a poem? No. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. Can no. a song have. <laughs> a song's lyrics can't, can't be. Poetic. No, that's the lyrics. That's not a song, though. A song is a whole com- composition. A song can't be a poem. A poem can be a song. All Fords are cars, but not all cars are Fords. That kind of, that kind of thing. Yeah, you know a poem I mean? can be a song. Yeah, a poem can be a song, but a song can't be a poem because a song has to have music. Whereas I could take out the chorus mm-hmm. and just say that as a poem, and people be like, "Oh my god, that's so deep." But like, it was David Bowie. I just played trust. So we got one, two point five. Uh, yeah, about about two. 2.5. 2.5, and then we got five stars on your head. Five stars on your head, woo! Yeah, I mean, you gotta give him something. There's always, there's always gonna be that one easy professor. <laughs> this is well, a great yeah, start. There's probably much reflection that we don't even know about or realize from it, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we haven't picked apart all of... It's a little repetitive for me. I like someone who varies it up a lot so mm. I can get more out of it. Yeah, he establishes a formula and sticks to that formula mm-hmm. for the three minutes or whatever. So if your iPod died on the road and you're traveling very far, does it make a sound? on the radio station, do you switch the channel or would you listen to the song? That's a good way to put it. There you go, Jake. Yeah. That late core contribution. Well, I feel, I feel like I, I, I'm not really. Would you I'm, seek for something more? Because I mean, the next, the next channel is probably not going to be more. much better, honestly. Let's get. <laughs> 
let's get it out. You know, it might be like, it might be in Alabama and, you know. <laughs> Actually, you know, they never play the Sweet Home Alabama song. You know, <laughs> Alabama. Just, they don't. But they do play Georgia. Yeah, they'll, yeah, something. When you're in Georgia. Georgia or something. On a midnight train to Georgia. Yeah. Oh, that one. Not the uh, devil came. Georgia on my mind. Georgia on my mind. I've never heard any of those songs in on the radio in the song. What about Georgia My Love? You guys never heard the song Georgia My Love? Georgia My Love? By who? Sing a few bars. By who? The the Counting Crows. No, not the who. The Counting Crows. The Counting Crows. Georgia My Love. Okay. I made up this song. So I'm going along. That's the whole song. This is not a real song. You're making it. Is that what you're saying? You're making yeah, it. I did right allude now. to that in the lyrics song. Yes, he has Fake songs. Woo! Okay. This is not a Counting Crows song. Just no, that's just, that I was need just, everything explained to me explicitly, or that else was just I, a Matt song. I take, I take right? it. Yeah, <laughs> really. Uh, well, I think that's all the time we have for dancing out in space. That's ADs starting to kick in here. And we we have gone all through the universe. Yeah, tore the f- apart. That's what we did, including introducing Jake to Bye. a new <laughs> a new exp- you've taken Jake. You've taken your first steps into a brand new larger world the industry it's the industry jake welcome to the industry which industry is that? the one um jake thank you for joining us hopefully i didn't waste your time no i think this has been very edifying okay matt thank you for joining us thomas thanks for having us thanks for hosting us brie thank <laughs> you for joining us no problem and uh oh we do a transition sort of like a the next day what the next the next day if you will as it were so to speak. Well, so we, we talked about we talked about the, the whole Dave Bowman from 2001 becoming the, the big baby out in space. The, he's sort of this, this big baby, and Bowie sings in the song, Big Baby. Next time on uh, From A to Ziggy, the song we're going to be talking about, we're going to continue dancing. We're going to be dancing with not the big babies, but the big boys. Dancing. Oh. Big boy now. Dancing with the big boys is going to be the next episode of For Me to Ziggy. Thomas, that's what they call, like to call a very smooth transition in the industry. Uh, until then, you can follow us on Facebook and on Twitter at For Me to Ziggy. Podcast at For Me to Ziggy.com is the email address if you have a longer form rant or rave you want to share with us. For Me to Ziggy.com is where you can also listen to the uh, podcast itself. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all of those great things. Leave a review and a rating and help us get noticed by the world. We would not, we're not going to subtitle this in French. No, this is not. Yeah. Because of all the terrible things we said about the French in this episode, we, we just, this, is, this whole episode is banned in France Thank and Belgium. France. <laughs> I'm like a quarter French, so I can say it. It's your, they're your words. After yeah. All. Pardon my French, but they're your words. We love everybody. Pardon my English, but in something. I don't know. And there you have it. Once again, thanks to our guests. Matt, Brianna, and Jake for joining me on this very special for me to Ziggy. My name is Thomas. Goodbye. Oh no, don't say it's true. They got a message from the action man. I just want to let that toilet finish flushing before, <laughs> before we continue our discussion. I'm a poet and don't even know it.